0: All right, so the uh, end of the last hour, we were talking about uh, the Restrict Act going after TikTok. I do have a couple more emails I'll, I'll share. But I can't talk about TikTok without talking about Congressman TikTok Jackson, right? I mean, like, that's his brand. This is his jam. His name is TikTok Jackson or Jeff TikTokson. Maybe that's it. I'm still working on it. All right, so uh, Jeff Jackson, congressman from uh, our very own Queen City here, Charlotte, Uh, He now has a – he's got a complaint against him because of all of the tiktok He's all about the videos of himself where he's, you know, calmly and rationally, like an NPR interview, discussing things with his audience. And his audience like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. He's just, like, talking to us like we're real people, which is kind of sad. Like, that's how you should always talk to people. But, okay. I think a lot of it's performative or mental illness, but whatever. Democrat North Carolina Congressman Jeff Jackson, TikTokson, and Wiley Nickel are under scrutiny for their use of TikTok by a Washington, D.C. watchdog group. The group is called the Foundation for Accountability and Civic Trust, or as I like to call it, FACT. Well, actually, they call it that, too. Oh, well, that's helpful. That's helpful. Uh, All righty. So, yeah. Well, it's always nice when the acronym actually spells a word. That is nice. Um, So they have filed a complaint with the Office of Congressional Ethics, or as I call it, the OCE, uh, on uh, on Jackson and Nickel for using the social media platform owned by Chinese company ByteDance. Just as an aside, what a weird name for a company, ByteDance, B-Y-T-E-D-A-N-C-E, and it's all one word. And if they didn't capitalize the D, it would be by T to by T down say yeah. anyway, fact says that both congressional members' use of the TikTok and the posting campaign and official content led to abusing official resources and violating House ethics rules. Fact noted that the FBI and the FCC have warned that data from TikTok, including biometric identification, browsing history, and location could be shared with the Chinese government. And by could be shared, we mean definitely is being shared. I mean, these are congressmen. The FBI and the Justice Department have reportedly begun investigating whether TikTok has spied on U.S. citizens, and including journalists. Um, Jeff TikTokson's got like 1.6 million followers on TikTok. So I don't think he's going to be able to give it up. I mean, I know he's going to tell you he can quit any time he wants, but I don't think he's going to be able to give it up. Last December, House of Representatives banned the TikTok app from all official devices. President Biden signed a bill that was backed by the GOP to ban the use of TikTok on government-issued devices. And they're also looking at a possible ban on the company if it is not sold. As a side note, Democrat Governor North, uh, North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper Also banned TikTok and WeChat, which is the Chinese messaging service, uh, banned those on all state uh, government devices. And there is a Senate bill which bans TikTok and other social media platforms on government devices that is in the House Rules Committee right now. U.S. Senator Tom Tillis also called out Jeff TikTokson to stop using TikTok, saying his use of the app is, quote, beyond reckless. The Watchdog Group said that despite all of these warnings, Wiley Nickel and Jeff TikTokson continue to use the platform for political purposes with links to their campaign websites in their bios. They say Wiley Nickel also uses the account for official house purposes, but TikTokson went one step further by making posts using official house resources. They say Jeff Jackson's use, sorry, Jeff TikTokson's use of the TikTok account for campaigning, along with showing and discussing the inner workings of Congress, puts him in direct violation of House ethics rules that prohibit members of Congress from using official resources for campaign purposes. You'll recall uh, Jeff TikTokson is a member of the Armed Services Committee. So I don't know. Do you think China might be interested in what he what he's what he's doing? Members are prohibited from taking any photographs in government buildings to be used for political purposes. That is also what this organization filed the complaint over. Not to be dissuaded, Jeff TikTokson put out a TikTok video just the other day. Yeah, or yesterday, today? Maybe it was yeah, it might have been this morning. And um he's just looking at the camera, and I think he's wearing like a little crew neck white sweater or something. And um well, here, he has a message. I'm still brand new to Congress. I've only been there 100 days. And I don't know if I'm not supposed to
1: say this out loud. Ooh, It's true and important. And uh-huh. if you don't know this, you need to.
0: Okay, so this is true and it's important. And if you don't know it, then you need to know it. Okay, this is really important. And it's true. And I don't know, I may be telling you something down low. I don't know, I might get in trouble for telling you this. But
1: it's really clear from working there for just a few months that most of the really angry voices in Congress
0: are totally faking it. (gasps) Monocle in the martini glass, outrage and shock. Are you telling me that politicians might be mugging for the camera? Say it's not so, person talking to a camera. Say it's not so. Say that, please say that politicians might not just be trying to clout chase while they send out tweet threads from the legislative chambers during a snow day. Surely Jeff Ticktockson would never have done something like that. Surely Jeff Ticktockson would not have tried to whip up an angry mob against Trisha Cotham to go uh, launch an intimidation rally at her neighborhood over the weekend. Surely Jeff Jackson would not do such a thing because he's just laying it out here square, man. He's just being straight up with you. They're totally faking the outrage. They're not really outraged.
1: These people who have built their brands around being perpetually outraged, it's an act. I've seen a bunch of examples. Here's right. one. Okay. I've been in committee meetings that are open to the press yeah. and committee meetings that are closed. Okay. The same people who act like maniacs during the open meetings yeah. are suddenly calm and rational during the closed ones. Why? because there aren't any cameras in the closed meetings. okay. So their incentives are different. What I've seen is that members of Congress are surrounded by negative incentives. There are rewards for bad behavior. You know what the big one is? Being able to reach you. The big thing that modern media and modern politicians have earned is that if they can keep you angry, they'll hold your attention.
0: Well, okay, wait a minute. Guys, did you know this? Have you ever heard of such a thing? Thank God a Democrat has told us that politicians, probably just Republicans, that politicians use fear to motivate us and anger. I never would have guessed such a thing. Tell us more about how only Republicans do such a thing. Man, where would we be without baby Jesus? Jeff TikToks and Jackson. Let me get Ralph on the program. Hello, Ralph. How are you?
2: Pretty good, uh, Pete. You know, that Mr. Jackson will be the same person. Who says that uh, TikTok's okay and so is AI? What's the big deal? You know what you worried about? If you know uh, what was Sue baby uh, yeah. saying? If you're not doing anything wrong, what you got to worry about?
0: Right, exactly. Let's put TSA, uh, the the rapy scan uh, body scanners everywhere. Yeah, and
2: stuff. But yeah, you, you know they're
1: idiots. All of them are idiots.
0: So what was I saw? What was the headline I saw? Google's, I think it was Google's CEO said something like, yeah, we need to, we need to work on the rules to restrain AI or it's going to, it's going to take over. But I mean, I guess if Jeff Jackson has different ideas, we should totally listen to him.
2: Well, uh, now I heard uh, Elon Musk last night, uh, the CEO of Google called him some name and I wear hearing aids and I wasn't able to distinguish because of his thick accent, hmm. but it was a, a, a slant at Elon about AI, you know, because uh, Elon Musk doesn't uh, he wants to control AI. He thinks it could be detrimental to civilization.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just saw the headline, so I'm not sure. Yeah, I got I got a lot of concerns about AI, and uh, it's a lot of it is based on the fact that I don't know anything about it. So, uh, <laughs> and I saw. I saw the documentary iRobot with Will Smith, and so I'm very, very worried about that. Uh, Ralph, I appreciate the call. Yeah, it's just, yeah, turning it all over to computers like that, I'm not confident at all. All right. Now, given the state of affairs in our country and the world, are you asking yourself whether you're prepared for an emergency? I actually get asked this a lot. My answer? Start at Carolina Readiness Supply. 2,000 square feet of supplies, the full line of Augustin Farms and Mountain House Foods, books, water purifiers, lighting, tools, first aid kits, camping and hiking supplies. Being prepared is just smart. Whether you're an experienced prepper or you have no clue what you're doing or somewhere in between carolina readiness supply can help in waynesville and online at carolinareadiness.com get tickets to the heritage life skills event also make a day trip to the mountains and return home fully prepared veteran-owned carolina readiness supply will you be ready when the lights go out all righty so uh we were talking about uh congressman jeff jackson i do like to refer to him as uh tiktokson or uh jeff TikTok jackson. Because uh, he's all about the TikTok and he's all about the social media. And he put out this TikTok video where he's like, going to give us a peek behind the curtain. I'll re-rack it in a second. I got an email here, though, from, uh, from Beth, who says, Pete, enjoying your riff on my phony representative, Jeff Jackson. He was gifted that district for backing down from running in the last Senate primary against Sherry Beasley. If Jackson's TikTokin', don't bother knocking. <laughs> there you go. All righty, uh, Josh is up next. Hello, Josh. Welcome to the program. How's it going, Pete? Hey, all right. What's up?
1: Good. I just wanted to make a good point about TikTok and uh, the whole uh, ban. Uh, whole system to ban it. I think it will set a, de- a dangerous precedent to you know ban other things such as right wing media groups, Newsmax, Fox News, uh, because they don't comply with you know the whole liberal left agenda.
0: Right now, the way the restrict act is written, it is limited to foreign adversaries and then they list those countries but the problem is that uh it is up to the department of commerce and there's very little oversight from the congress so you're yeah you could yeah you could end up having this is the slippery slope argument which you always slide down the slippery slope that's why it's called that yeah it it could lead to like the first thing would probably be the banning of vpns and criminal and civil prosecutions for People who use VPNs to get access to a technology platform like TikTok, that has been blocked. So, yeah, it could.
1: With that being said, too, if I'm correct in that bill, that also states that they want to uh, ban VPNs as well.
0: Uh, it doesn't that- say that. It doesn't explicitly say it. But it, it, the way the bill is written, it opens the door for that interpretation by the, by the executive branch, by government regulators. Yes.
1: All right. Well, I just wanted to make that quick. Point. Yeah, man. I really do appreciate your
0: time. Absolutely. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it. Yeah, like I can't, I can't know the future. Um, no, I just I didn't put on my I didn't put on my future goggles this morning, so I, I don't know what the future is on this stuff. But you know, I do know sort of the natural tendency of government is to take liberty from it, its people, and the natural tendency of the people is to yield their liberty to the government. So every single step. And and by the way, we saw. it, and it was referenced earlier by Ralph. Right after nine eleven, we Americans gave up a lot of freedoms in exchange for security, to which we probably didn't uh, uh, deserve neither. I mean, this is the this is the whole th- you know security theater Faustian bargain, where you know oh you're going to get safety. Look at all the safety we provide you, and then what they actually use it for is to keep you in line and not actually make you safe. So this guy, Jeff Jackson, this Congressman and Beth is right. I mean, this was, you know, it was largely understood that Jeff Jackson bailed from the democratic primary for us Senate. uh, So Sherry Beasley could have a clear field to run. And in exchange, he got a clear field to run for us Congress after the redrawing of the maps that gave Democrats, you know, two two extra seats. So I don't know how long he's going to be able to hold the seat, but um, you know, he has always been sort of this social media starlet. And starlet, is that only for girls? I don't know. Social media star. He went on to Twitter and he sent out the whole tweet storm about, you know, all the things I'm doing. I'm here alone in the legislative chamber while everybody else is out. Because it's a snow day, and I'm going to pass this, and I'm going to pass that. And, of course, all of the, you know, the performatives on the left are all like, oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. Would be true. Oh, that would be so nice. And that's how he kind of rose to fame. And they call him Baby Jesus. That's what his own Democrat colleagues derisively referred to him as. Yeah. consider supporting one of the businesses that make it possible lots of gift ideas for that person who loves the military style for fashion or decor there really is something for everyone at old grouch's military surplus in beautiful downtown clyde and online at oldgrouch.com i will re-rack the jeff jackson tiktoks and uh, uh video i will do that first let me get vanessa on the program hello vanessa welcome to the show
2: yes hello thank you sure um, the ban on TikTok I think is absolutely ridiculous. Um Are they gonna ban I'm just asking anyone that wants to answer this out there, or maybe there's a government official that might want to answer it themselves, but uh are they gonna ban everything that we get from China now? Like our medicines and products and no all kinds of Stuff. I mean, the damage pretty much has been done. If there's any to put out there, TikTok's not a bad app. It just depends on what you follow. And
0: um, well, wait, do you use the TikTok?
2: Yes, I do. Okay, you like on the TikTok? Basis, I've learned so much about mm-hmm. all kinds of things. Right. So, and-
0: if China is taking, if the if the TikTok app is scraping up your um, do you put videos up there or you just watch videos
2: no I just watch you just
0: watch them so if it's scraping uh, your facial images taken off of your phone, for example, uh, which you know the the camera's looking at you while you're watching uh, if it's scraping that kind of data and it's uh, sending it back to China it's scraping data voice uh, data and uh, images and it's scraping all of that stuff and it's being used to construct uh, AI. Voices of people and images of people that can then create deep fakes by the communist regime—is that a problem?
2: Only if they pay me for it, then it's not a problem. What's that? But if they pay me for it, it's not a problem. They're
0: not paying you for it, but no.
2: I doubt they're not going. They're not going to pay. I, I. I don't know. Are
0: they doing that? Yeah, I mean, well, this is the problem, is that they can take there So the technology exists now where there are things called deep fakes, where, and, I, and this is a particular concern to me, because if they just get a little bit of uh, your spoken word, like from an answering machine or something, they just get a little bit of your audio. They can then take that uh, file and construct your entire vocabulary... And they can have you say whatever they want you to say. The computer, the technology, and they can do it also with video. So now they're taking people's images. All it takes is a, is a, a still shot, a photo, and they can then turn that into a video of you saying whatever they want you to say. And so this is the kind of de- this is the kind of technology that I'm concerned. Are uh, foreign countries using against us, and we're giving it to them? Not to mention people who are in you know sensitive positions in government that uh, that have TikTok on their phones. And if the the Chinese government knows who these people are, then they're able to listen in. They're able to watch. They're able to uh, scrape information that they could then use to blackmail for espionage purposes. That sort of thing.
2: Well, yes, of course I have a problem with that, but. Um, I think it's more of a political thing than anything
0: at this point, really. Well, well it's, I, what do you mean, political?
2: I just don't think, I don't have, the guy's been up there on TikTok that, that is the the CEO, the owner, what have you, and he seems like a really, really nice, down-to-earth kind of person. I don't think that he's doing this for harm. Hmm. That Facebook, that Facebook. I'd be more concerned about Facebook than anything. <laughs>
0: so that, so that's interesting. You think that the, you think the communist Chinese regime is, uh, is more trustworthy than Mark Zuckerberg?
2: Mark Zuckerberg needs to clean up Facebook. They have, if you get deep into that Facebook, there's all kinds of, of stuff that's not regulated on there.
0: Yeah. Sure. I
2: won't go into that right now, but it's it's a big problem.
0: Right, but problem. but you said you don't think that the guy who runs TikTok, you don't you you that you seems, trust him? He I seemed, don't know what he's like. He really seemed down like to that. earth. You say.
2: he just seems like a nice person. You know,
0: you know, he's a but like they're members of the Communist Party in China.
2: Well, I'm definitely not a communist.
0: I'm not saying you are, but like that's my rule number yeah, one with communists people. is that you can't trust anything they say because they're communists. That's kind of their jam. So, like I am I'm, I'm I'm intrigued at this idea that you found, that, that his appearance... He was
2: really nice. He was. Um, he seemed like a very nice person. I don't think his intentions are that way. But, again, I don't know. You're saying they are, and he's saying they're not. And, you know, who do we believe these days and times anyhow?
0: Not a commie. Yeah. Not a commie. That's my rule. I don't trust communists. So, Vanessa, I do appreciate the call. I do. Um, and as long as you're not a GovCo worker, I don't think there's a problem. I mean look this you know the algorithms also my my standard rule for all social media is that it is probably by and large less of a benefit and more of a danger to you know people's mental health their well-being all that stuff there are benefits some people accrue more benefits than harm and i but i think a lot of people accrue more harm than benefit that's just my. I mean, that's just my take on it, and I am only on basically. I am only on Twitter now. That's it. And I use Twitter for the show. If I didn't have to be on Facebook, I wouldn't be there. If I wasn't doing this job, I'm not even sure I would be on Twitter. So, um, and I construct Twitter in such a way that I uh, I use it so I can uh, I use it as like a AP wire feed basically, so I can get stories and content generation. I can get different opinions. I can see what. The right is saying what the left is saying. So I build lists. I have these lists. And so that's how I use that that platform. But, yes, it is, it is addictive. Absolutely. And um, other social – Instagram is worse. I mean, there's the study that just came out we talked about a couple weeks ago, Instagram and its effect on particularly young women negatively uh, with anxiety and depression, you know. Uh, and TikTok with its algorithm that keeps sending people to more and more radical videos – You just go down these rabbit holes. And, you know, to me, the tell is that China restricts TikTok to simply educational videos and limits you to 40 minutes a day in their country. Not in America, but in their country, they do. Almost as if they know something about the design of that program. And make no mistake, all of these programs are designed to keep you Looking at them, playing them, tapping the screens, reading, interacting, they're all designed that way. Every one of them. So, beware. All right, so a couple of things. Number one, I didn't finish playing the audio. Lim- oh, I'm not even going to do that because I already unplugged. Never mind. I already unplugged. I can't finish the audio. Jeff Jackson. Jeff Jackson says, all of the, the angry Congress people that are you know playing for the cameras, mugging for the cameras, it's all just a phony act. They're faking it. They're not really angry. they're just pretending to be angry so they can get on their media shows and then they can get to an audience. And that's what the media is offering the politicians. If you get angry, then I'll put you on the show and you can get angry in front of this audience. That's the out that that's the the nature of this relationship he says. Stephen Miller, former Trump advisor, right? Stephen Miller then responds to Jeff Jackson on Twitter. To this video, and he says, "So you're saying Hakeem Jeffries' perpetual outrage is just a phony act, a performance? Do you mean he doesn't believe a a word of this tweet?" And he uh, has a quote tweet here, where Hakeem Jeffries, who is the Democratic Party's, you know, the minority leader in the House, Hakeem Jeffries says, "House Republicans are in New York City to undermine the rule of law." Peddle their extreme right-wing ideology and ignore the gun violence epidemic. These extremists cannot be trusted to do anything meaningful for the American people. Right? So Stephen Miller says, thanks for having the courage to call out the lies and slanders from your own party. And Jeff Jackson says, going to take me a second to comprehend the irony of Stephen Miller trying to use this video to accuse someone else of phony outrage. So many layers there. So you notice Jeff Jackson does not address it. And Jeff Jackson, by the way, was also one of the keynote speakers over the weekend at the intimidation rally organized by the North Carolina Democratic Party targeting Trisha Cotham, originally scheduled and planned to be held in her neighborhood. They were going to go door knocking in her neighborhood. Chances probably pretty good that somebody ends up knocking on her door, you know, maybe Maybe getting at her kids again. Um, This is what the Democratic Party did. And during this uh, during the speeches, Jeff Jackson, let me see. He says, this signifies our commitment to work even harder on behalf of these people whose values we share, whose values we fight for and whose representative told them very clearly. So did she until she decided to deceive all of us. If you can no longer be a member of a certain political party, that's fine, but that doesn't give you license to deceive all of your constituents. There is no evidence that Trisha Contham deceived her constituents. There's been no evidence, provided that I have seen, and I've been following the story, haven't seen it, open to be persuaded, but there's nothing out there that shows that she lied about any of her positions, that she has now flipped on all of her votes or something. But here's Jeff Jackson you might say faking some anger for the particular audience and the cameras that were present in mint hill well actually they weren't in mint hill because the democratic party then moved the event after they got after they got dragged on social media by dallas woodhouse the former chairman of the or executive director of the north carolina republican party who who dragged the democrat party for targeting the neighborhood of a sitting elected representative for this. So they moved it to the Democratic Party headquarters. Let me get Mark on before the end of the program. Hello, Mark. Welcome to the show. Hey, Pete. Hey. Uh, TikTok. I think I know why
1: the, uh, uh, the government wants to ban it. Because they don't want the competition.
0: Right. Well, that's, that, I mean, that, I suggested but, something similar earlier. Like, it's the one that the government doesn't have any kind of back-channel access to. Well, look look at it this way. What did Ed Snowden tell us? What almost a decade ago that the NSA gathers up every single keystroke and phone call you make. No, they said their that story wasn't true all. For crying out loud, and I think that's why they need the AI is to be able to sift through it all. Oh, that's adorable. You think that they're going to sift through it all? They're just going to sift through it when they catch somebody, when they need to, when they're like, hey, we got Mark. Now let's let's find the crime. Then they sift through. It. <laughs> it's <laughs> not like they're proactively sifting through everybody's stuff in order to identify actual threats. They're just going to find somebody who's already a threat in their mind, and then they'll build the case off of that uh, and they'll right. reverse need engineer AI it. to do it. All I can say is I hope <laughs> they get a hernia lift in my dossier. Oh on thumb <laughs> <laughs> There you go. All right, Bar. Good to hear from you, buddy. Bye-bye. All right, see you. <laughs> Uh, Along those lines, Roomba. Do you have a Roomba? When Greg unboxed a new Roomba robot vacuum cleaner in December 2019, he thought he knew what he was getting into. He would allow the pre-production test version of iRobot's Roomba J series to roam around his house, collect all sorts of data to help improve its AI, and provide feedback to iRobot about his user experience. He had done this before, outside of his day job as an engineer at a software company, He had been beta testing products for over a decade. I really enjoyed, he says. The whole idea is you get to learn about something new and be involved in shaping the product. But what Greg did not know and does not believe he consented to was that iRobot would share test users' data. In a sprawling global data supply chain where everything and every person captured by the device's front-facing cameras could be seen and perhaps annotated by low-paid contractors outside the United States who could screenshot and share images at their will. Nearly a dozen people between 2019 and 2022 have come forward in the weeks since MIT Technology Review published an investigation into how the company uses images captured from inside real homes to train its AI. You see where this is going, right? They collected photos and videos from the homes of test users as well as employees. And the front-facing cameras, you know what they picked up, right? Nudies. Yeah. Yeah. They picked up all sorts of images. They got they collected all sorts of uh videos of people going to the bathroom, taking showers, or maybe some sensitive information that's on their wall, like you know, like constructing the conspiracy theory with the, the yarn and the thumbtacks and stuff. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna move to a cabin. Like that guy Ted Kaczynski. No, I kid. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't break anything while I'm gone. you <laughs>